everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. Dean, if I told you that your head was in the cloud, would that be a compliment? <laughs> Generally not. No. But not since so I am much. a technologist, maybe not so bad. Okay, right? yes. Yeah, yeah, so, because... if, so if I said your business was in the cloud, that'd be oh, a good thing. Now I'm less right? offended. Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. No, generally that's, less offended. That's yes. important. Mm-hmm. Lots of businesses are taking their business, their 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 data and their information, yep. their systems to the cloud. Lots of advantages to right. do so. Sure. But we do mm-hmm. know that there are some businesses that are still a little resistant. Yeah, um, right. and, and we have some tips for them there, especially for our VARs that are trying to sell that oh. and try to sell cloud solutions. Got it. So that's our topic today. We're going to get All into right. cloud-based solutions selling, like explaining kind of the, the reasons for it, how to do it, maybe yeah. some good tips to to sell. Can I sprinkle in some edge computing yeah, and, and how can. that plays into that. that a little? You you love to find a reason to I wedge like some to edge in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wedge some edge. You see what I did there? I like that. Yes. Uh, we've got a Christoph Naz, Naz with us from Star Micronics. Yeah, he's uh, good. We're going to talk about the uh, like how this helps the customer experience, why cloud-based solutions help customers. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the pitch for cloud versus on-prem, why you would pick one over the other. Okay. We'll get into the data and analytics side yep. of it. And yep. then we'll talk a little about how Star approaches because Star is pretty embedded in cloud services. Oh, and they they've know got a lot some about advantages. It. So, yeah. There yep. go. They're leading edge there. Uh, exactly. All that mm-hmm. plus their usual value to the VAR. What's tech connecting with us? Uh, by the time we're done here, you're going to be seeing some dollar signs in the clouds. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's time to plug in and get connected. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected. All right. As I mentioned, our guest today is Christoph Naz. He is the business development director at Star Micronics. Christoph, thanks so much for joining us today. We love having you on the show. And, and again, we know Star is very heavily embedded in cloud, so this yeah. is going to be a good conversation yep. for you to have with us in particular. Tell us a little more about yourself, your day-to-day role at Star, and, and how you got to where you are. Ah, thank you, John. Thank you, Dean, uh, for inviting me. Uh, yeah, like you say, I'm the Global Business Development Director at Star Micronics. Started with Star about 24 years ago. Um, you know, started with uh, supporting our customers and moved to marketing. And then now I'm supporting not only our partners, our uh, technology partners, um, but our vows on everybody uh, to support them into the next technology. Always trying to be innovative, to, always trying to be to de- deliver them the latest solution for them to be successful. Yep. Love hearing that. I always love the idea of like, what's next? Right. Not just yes, help yeah. you out with what's now, but help you out with thinking about what's coming, what's to come. That's and kind of I a can, motto on the I can show. vouch for Christoph. I've been working with him for over a decade well, now. There you go. Uh, being partners with the, with Star. So good insight that yep. we're going to get to here today. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, then hey, let's get into this to the conversation about cloud-based solution selling. And again, this idea of, you know, helping our customers that or helping our VARs help their customers mm. that may not be, you know, ready for cloud mm-hmm, or don't mm-hmm. quite get it still. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to I want to use a bad pun and say it's a nebulous term, but I'm not going to do that, <laughs> even though I just did. You just did. I yes. know. Uh, so, so, Christoph, let's start off with the, the customer experience, because I think, you know, a lot of a lot of times our end users will ask, well, what's in it for me and what's in it for the people that I work with also? So mm. how do cloud based solutions end up helping customers? Well, I just I want just to bring what is a cloud-based solution. Sure. Solution, yeah. You know? Because really, a POS system that is cloud-based has its associated software stored in what is commonly called a cloud. You know, 
uh, many people get confused about what it means. You know, just a cloud-based system use the internet to access a software uh, or data that is stored in a remote data center, rather than on a hard drive or on a local server in the store. Uh, the good thing with cloud-based solution is it allow VAR or technology provider to offer a software as a service rather than a one-time purchase of a software. Because the software is kept on a software provider server rather than on an individual computer, the provider can update the software uh, automatically and to improve it at any time. Uh, the, the good thing is all this, this update will automatically apply to everyone using the cloud-based software. Um, you know, this way, the cloud-based POS keep getting better each time. Like, you don't have to worry about the update. Everything gets automa automated. For merchants, it means that the data the software collects is not tied to the physical POS terminal. Merchants can view or manage their data remotely from any device. This remote access is very hard to implement with a traditional POS system, where the software is installed on a merchant local server. The data is always backed up in the cloud. So you, if your POS system goes down, the data is still somewhere. You can always retrieve it. Yeah, no, that's good on the cloud side, right? Uh, understanding fundamentally what the cloud does. And I like where you're going with the SaaS because that, that's what it's all about with the cloud service. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we often talk a lot about how the VARs need to get into this SaaS model in order to be relevant in the future. How do you do that? You you start shifting some of your business over to the cloud yep. and, and getting into that. I mean, I think he's, you know, obviously you've hit the nail on the head on some of the auto updates and some of the, the, the native features of cloud that make it so nice. Um, but when we start diving into some of the things like the stars doing and some of the things that you can just kind of bolt on to cloud applications so much easier than you can do on-prem. Yep, I mean, yep. if you've got an on-prem rollout that you're going you're gonna to try to, again, bolt on a new part of the solution or something like that, very difficult to do. you got to yeah, send your yeah. people all around to all the locations or IT people have to go. I mean, come on, we all know the drill, right? But right, if you, it's up in the right. cloud, bolt on, done, uh, you, you get that experience much, much faster. Yeah, let, me throw a, let me throw a statistic on, on the uh, table here. Okay. Global cloud computing market is expected to grow. Well, first off, it's already at four hundred and forty-five billion dollars in the U.S. That's going to go up to nine hundred, almost a trillion by twenty twenty-six. So That's impressive. The, the cloud is being utilized very, very heavily right, at this point right. in time. So if you don't have that game, there's your there's your financial reason yeah. to get in there. There's like a half a billion dollars yeah. more being dumped into cloud over the next mm, four years. Yep. So yep. you know you kind of kind of kind of st start yeah. getting there. But now from the customer experience, right, which is well, kind of the angle you. Were yeah, and I was going to add a little bit on that because you know we talk all the time about retail and customer experience and customer right. journey and all this stuff and this idea that we want customers to uh, to have an interconnected experience whether they're shopping online whether they're mm -hmm. shopping in stores whether mm -hmm. they're on a mobile app whatever it is yep. it should be one seamless big interactive experience yep. you can't make that happen without the cloud that's right if what you're doing in a store is only existing within that store your your transactions only exist on-prem in that store mm -hmm. your preferences your you know your loyalty program whatever if it's only within a single individual individual store or maybe it's something where like like at the end of the day maybe they're doing some kind of hard upload or whatever to a you know a server or something or whatever even so 
whatever that customer is doing is only there and nowhere else. So now when they get online and they're trying to shop there, mm-hmm. there's no connecting point between those. Mm-hmm. So if you're a retailer, especially anyone in any kind of retail or any, any space where you're using a point of sale where it's, it behooves you to understand who your customer is, what they've purchased, where they purchased, if you have multiple locations, if you're able, if you're able to buy online. If you're not enabling that in some way and connecting all of that together into one big data pool for each individual person, that's where you're missing out. And yeah. that's where the cloud's really going to help you out. Yeah, there. really good point. And let's go down another little angle here. Christoph, maybe you can help us out here because one of the interesting things that Star brought to market was receipt marketing and customization mm-hmm. via the cloud, mm-hmm. right? So from a user experience, end user experience now, the Star solution can help enable some of your marketing initiatives through this cloud-based thing. Talk to us a little bit about that, Christoph, right? Uh, and the yeah. ability to do that, yeah. Yeah, now all our product, all the product that we have launched in the last two, three years now, they're all cloud connectable. What that means is like you connect your printer uh, to your, either to your local system, but also to your internet. And then from that, your the Star Printers is a cloud connectable, connected or connectable, which means that now what you can do, you can access the printer at any time, see its life expectancy, but as also you can start to develop some nice receipts, some maybe some uh, logo at the top for your store, maybe some some uh, coupons, um, and then you can immediately send that to the to the printer and say, okay, I want you to print those coupons or those promotion like every day of the week from twelve to four, or only on Friday for Sunday promotion, etc. All our products are connectable connectable through the star server or from the customer or the, what we call ISV, but I would say technology partners, then they can connect automatically, they can connect to our product, our hardware. And, and that's the beauty of it because cloud-based solutions are great for the analytics and for the POS, but it's a little bit more complicated when you want to connect to the hardware. And that is a solution that we solve. That's a, um, the issues that Star Macro solve for a lot of our partners. There you go, and then, so they've got they've developed an SDK and in APIs that are very easy to connect with mm-hmm. into existing uh, uh, ISV, you know, POS systems and stuff like that. But but there it is, right? I mean, if you, even on the customization side, which we talk about all the time, right, right. you know, why wouldn't a, a retail establishment or a, a restaurant want to be able to customize all the way down to the receipt level, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the experience? Mm-hmm. So how do you improve that? Well, you can do it through customization, uh, tapping into the user data, as Christoph just mentioned. I mean that. That, that's kind of like a back-of-house way. You start getting into the analytics and things of that nature. That business intelligence leveraged by smart restaurants and retail right, establishments right. will make better customer experiences and stuff like that. Yep. So, you know, it's just this whole connecting the world, but the cloud is definitely enabling that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, it makes me think back to my, my old days in retail and, you know, when there was a promotion or a particular sale or something like that, it was all very static. It was very, mm-hmm. okay, this is what we're doing from this day to this day, this promotion to this promotion. You couldn't really mess around with it. You couldn't play around with it too mm-hmm. much. You couldn't adjust on the fly. Not a lot it, of customization to your store. It, it, yeah, right? exactly. It's like, it just, here, here comes down from God. You yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> it was a planogram. It was where everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all very static. And I mean, you yeah. know, granted, you know, you as a store person, you know, and as the manager or whatever could play around if you wanted to and make mm-hmm. some tweaks and changes personally. Mm-hmm. But 
but if you were just abiding by the company guidelines or if they were really strict about it, you were right. stuck with whatever you had. Yeah. And I love this idea now that, you know, to, to Christoph's point, you know, this idea of, hey, maybe you have a promotion that you're rolling out just on Fridays and you can automatically change that. It's not something that someone has to flip a switch and do a bunch of changes mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, make a bunch of moves in their system to make happen. It's just mm-hmm. flip a switch. It's automatic. Your, your receipts are printing it now. Uh, your your system's already alerting you to it. You can it'll make some kind of a pop up that alerts the cashier. Hey, you know, remind them about mm-hmm. buy three get the fourth free or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. it's that kind of stuff is is uh, golden. And some of the genius here, uh, sorry, Christoph, because I do think it's a brilliant move is to is to go down the path of you. You have to incorporate the hardware into these solutions, yep. right? Yep. Don't forget about that. The hardware can enable certain parts of this customer experience in this particular thing that we're talking or vein that we're talking about here. Exactly. Uh, um, you know, don't leave that out. It, it can it can help. It can uh, augment whatever you're trying to do. So yeah, that's yep. a, it's a good move. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna come back to that, Dean, because yeah. one of the big issues that cloud-based so- software have is okay to connect to a PC to, to a cloud base. That's easy. Stamacnic offers a printer connection to the cloud solution to the cloud software. But how do you connect a scanner? How do you connect a keyboard? How do you connect a cash drawer? to a cloud. That is where the big issue was until StarMacRank solved that issue. Because you can actually now connect all those legacy hardware to start product, and then now access all those legacy products directly from our hardware. So and that's a big issue that we have solved for all the cloud-based software developers. There you go. Nice. Pulling hardware into the cloud. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, everything can just live in the cloud now. There you go. Uh, well, then let's so let's talk about the the pitch here and the difference between uh, on prem and cloud. And you've kind of referenced it a couple of times already. But let's think from a VAR's point of view that you're going into a customer who is resistant to this. They're saying, "Hey, I don't need to do this. I know it's the next big thing, but I've only got maybe this store or one other mm-hmm. store. We're fine." So, what kind of questions should they be asking? What kind of talking points should they be bringing up? How do they overcome those objections? Then stop me. If I go too far, because there's so many, so many advantages to cloud-based solution. But one, you know, the first one you ask is really, do you have remote access of your POS system? Can you check what's happening from your home, from your vacation place, from the beach, whatever? You know, do you have remote access? And I remember one old friend that at the store at the end, he will download all his data, go home, upload that all this information, and kind of do some some report. You don't have to do that anymore. Um, the second one is maintenance cost. You know, if you have a in-store system, then every time you have a problem, you have to call someone, and this someone has to come to your place. Then you know you heard about Windows being discontinued on everything. What do you do at that time? You have to reinstall everything with cloud-based system. You know, everything is done automatically. You don't even have to think about what the operating system. Everything is stored in a server server uh, in the cloud, and the cloud is being automatic, automatically updated. The third one is really the cost. You know, I remember the software, you know, on-premise software, it was between seven to $20,000 just for one software license. Now it's just a leasing, you know, you just pay like maybe between 50 to $200 per POS system, and you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have this big, um, big cost that you have to uh, to pay at first. Um, the, the, the other one is um, 
you know, what's customer service? Usually on-premise software, when they sell it to you, they sell it for like $10,000 for the software. They did their sales. Are they going to come back to you if you have a problem? They already did their big sales, you know? Uh, security, that's a big one, security. Because everybody's like, okay, you know, I don't like internet. I want everything to be in. I don't want anybody to touch it. But if you think about it, those cloud-based solutions are really tight. They're really secure. They're much more secure than even what you have on-premise. I think it's, it's kind of the idea of, do you want to have your money under your bed or you want to have your money in a bank vault? Kind of the same idea, okay? I don't think having your money under your bed is more secure than having it in the vault. I like that analogy, by the way, right? Yeah. yeah because, yeah. Uh, you know, when you move to a cloud-based <laughs> environment, yeah, there, there's a clearly the advantage through that security, which I, I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. Yeah. You or know, even just the, loss prevention in general. Like, yeah. you know, what happens if something goes wrong with your local server and crashes and yeah. you lose every bit of data that you had? Right. right? Doesn't think because anything <laughs> went, you know, someone hacked it or stole it. Just, I mean, I mean, again, we all know what happens. You know, yeah. something goes wrong and suddenly oh, something crashes man. and, oh, we sorry, we lost all of the data. Yeah. We don't. We, Wait, we when you're talking about your business for crying out yeah. loud, it's one thing to like lose or you know whatever. It's one thing to lose like my photos on a yeah, right. CD-ROM or something yeah. you know from 20 years ago, yeah. versus losing your entire database of all of your customers, <laughs> all your transactions, all your inventory data. That's that's yeah, a little more crippling. You yeah. Keep going, Christoph. That was a good one there, though. Yeah. No, but it's good. It's reliability. I think that's the next one. Reliability is like, oh, I don't trust the internet. What what happened if my internet is down? Because cloud-based connected to the internet all the time. You know, most or as you were speaking earlier, Dean, most or use now edge router, which means that if the internet is down through your cable service, it switch automatically to 4G or 5G or LTE, you know make it very reliable. And like you say, if your system is down, if your tablet or your PC break down, you don't have to worry because everything has been uploaded. If it's on-premise, if your server is dead, you lost everything. And when you look at the drivers behind what's driving the market dynamics that are driving cloud, you know, a rise in demand for cloud-based continuity tools and services. That's right, the, the, right. the highlight I pulled out of this one article. That's dead on, right? Yep. You need to you need these continuity tools to keep the business up and running right. uh, if it were to fail. That's a that's a good one As, right there. A store Chris, full I'll. of customers is not going to be happy if you just say, well, I'm sorry, everything's shut down. We'll, yeah. we'll reboot within about an hour or so. <laughs> Pretty sure they're not going to stick around and wait for you to, to do that. No. We got the blue screen of death here, and there's <laughs> yeah. not a lot I can do. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. Keep going, Christoph. You got some more yeah. there? Well, yeah, I have two more. You know, one is, uh, is really a lot of pushback is, oh, I can't use my legacy hardware. You know, and, but at the same time, it's like, do you really want to use your, <laughs> your legacy hardware? How old is that? Uh, and does he have enough capability? And Maybe you want to be mobile. You want to have like new hardware. You want to have the latest hardware, you know, and you want to be able to switch for what kind of hardware you want. You know, you want to use your latest iPhone or your latest, latest iPad. You don't want to be stuck with a hardware, you know, that is five to 10 years old. 
We talk about that all the time here, Christoph. In fact, I just had an experience over the weekend, like we've always been talking about. Right. I was I was at a cashier, and it, she was just painfully trying because the system was antiquated. Right, right. And she was apologizing to every single customer. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is going to take a minute, you know. And it's right. like for her, it was she was younger, you know, and you could just tell it's like yeah, probably my, felt like an hour for each. My life for her. sucks yeah. because you know this technology <laughs> sucks. Yep. <laughs> so yep. yeah, I mean it really it does it has yeah. an impact. Impact on worker experience, customer experience. Keep going, Christoph. Yeah, all right. No, but specifically, you know, we know like how how reliable is our cell phone, and it's kind of frustrating when you go so fast on your cell phone, and then the big PCs that cost ten thousand of dollars doesn't work or doesn't work fast enough. But I would say the most important thing when you think about cloud based is really scalab scalability, because if you go to a store and you say, okay, how think you're gonna grow? You're gonna have this store for the rest of your life or you're thinking to open a second store, maybe to sell online, maybe to go through social media. All of this is like, think about it. If you go on premise, you're stuck. You're gonna have one store, maybe two store, but you can't go anywhere. With the cloud base, then now the sky is the limit. Yeah. Yep. And who doesn't like having that conversation with the with the customer, no right? Oh, you're not planning on growing? Right. Wait, you're not planning on You're happy you know, with maybe... just your one bodega here on the corner? That's it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe some, right? True. But it's right. it's much more entertaining and 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 thinking about, you know, the future and let's let's do this extensive rollout or whatever it may turn out to be. But yeah, right. that's that's a really powerful argument, scalability. Yeah. I haven't met too many entrepreneurs that are just or, or even just small business owners that are thinking small. Yeah, right. <laughs> Only thinking small. That don't <laughs> want to become like i mean maybe maybe it's a regional thing maybe it's just in your town like look i want to own this particular type of market in my town but most mm -hmm. most of them aren't satisfied with just right. one single right. place and maybe the scaling is to like a food truck or something like that because yeah, there was a yeah. local restaurant uh sushi monk and they had the great sushi and stuff like that but then they scaled and got a couple food there trucks you and you yeah. know it's that type of scalability right even on the cloud that you would be able to do through mobile mobile solutions yeah exactly yeah. You know, it, it, I think but this also makes me think of, too, I'm putting my sales, my old sales hat on here is. So you got your old retail and now your old sales <laughs> yeah. hat. On. I'm, dig, I'm digging into You're the classics. Digging. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so I think about like, you know, if if I'm having this conversation, all these things we've just talked about, we've, you know, Christoph has listed off a whole list of great yep. ways to overcome objections, bullet points about why cloud is better. I think if you wanted to wrap them all up. And maybe we're getting to our value of the bar a little soon here in a way. But if, if, we, if we're wanting to wrap them up, I think of cost of ownership mm. is always a nice way, I think, I, that I always learned in my time in sales. Like, if you can explain to somebody how mm. what you're offering is going to ultimately cost them much less than what they are paying and doing right now. And it comes down to things like, like you mentioned, the uh, the total cost of buying, you know, a system that's on-prem of maybe yep. it's maybe it's 10 grand, 20 grand, but then... You're saying like, all right, well, I'm only going to charge you a monthly fee that's yep. much smaller along the way. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, because I want to keep getting that recurring revenue out of you, mm -hmm. I'm going to be more invested in taking care of you and taking care of your business and being mm -hmm. attentive and there for you mm -hmm. when you have issues versus that guy that sold you the $10,000 system walked away and you'll never see again right. unless you need, unless, you know, until they show up trying to help to sell you something new down the right. road. Mm -hmm. Or it's the things like, you know, the being concerned about your customers and what are they getting out of it, uh, about your servers going down, like all that stuff, you know, or, or you're ready to expand and I got to buy another $10,000 just mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. All that stuff, I think you can wrap up into a conversation about cost of ownership, mm -hmm. which hopefully is that one final piece that you can bring to somebody and say, look, 
I'm I, here's the here's the numbers. If mm-hmm. you can crunch those numbers and say this is what I'm offering you now, mm-hmm. this is what to me sounds like from what you're currently doing. You're probably paying out mm-hmm. on a regular basis, or will have to over the life of right. this system, system and your business mm-hmm. versus what I'm offering to you. Then, and if they can't see the difference between that, well, then right, you probably just need to move on to that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Blue Star can help there with our hybrid yes, SaaS solution exactly. and we're lumping the hardware so that you can really truly enable that SaaS. Could you throw in a plug for I know, SaaS. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Any opportunity. You just you teed it up for me there, I so I had to hit it. Yeah. Uh, check out bluestarinc.com to find out more. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, all right, well, then let's let's get into the, uh, you know, the other part of it, too, that I think that is a nice selling point, but maybe people don't think about this early enough or, or don't realize how impactful this can be, which is the data that you yes, can get out of, right. cloud, out of cloud-based solutions, mm-hmm. the analytics, the the management piece. And you mentioned earlier this idea of, hey, I can tap, you can tap into your your system from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in a specific store to know what's happening in that store. You don't have to be at a specific location to know if sales are good or bad. So all of this kind of stuff together, you know, let's get into that aspect of, of cloud-based solutions and services. How does that benefit business owners from maybe the management perspective? So you're, you're working with an owner, with a manager, and you're trying to help them understand, like, here's what you as a business owner are really going to get out of this beyond just the day-to-day. Yeah, you know, you were saying a very good point about, you know, the cost of the POS system, because really why you need a very performant POS system is not for your sales. Sales is very important, not saying, but you really need to power the microprocessor power and the memory on all that make a PC very expensive. It's really for your reporting, for your analytics, saying why should you carry all that cost when it can be much more, much better uh, delivered through a cloud solution. You know, um, do you remember when we heard about this uh, omni-channel 10 years ago? People were speaking about omni-channel. Nobody really understood what it meant until the pandemic happened. And then soon it's like, oh, shoot, I can't sell by my store. I need to find a different way to sell my, my inventory. Then they started to go, you know, uh, e-commerce. They started to do like uh, through platform, e-commerce platform, through social media. And then when they started to do all that, they're like, oh, I have a, a software for this. I have a software for that. I have another. It's like, wow, why now you understand omnichannel? Is now you have one solution that can handle all those parts, you know? Um, the other thing is like you really want, you may want to use multiple vendors, to use your data, your sales data. Then one will give you information or do reporting on, you know, who is the best salesperson in your in your in your restaurant, uh, who are your best customers, how much do they spend uh, in average, uh, how can I can have them spend more? Uh, you may want to have another vendors that do all your loyalty system. Then you need to have your data available to all those different vendors. And the only way you can do that if is all your data is available from a cloud-based solution. That's it. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, because if you're going to da- data mine, you have to have the data mineable somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> it can't be on little <laughs> islands all over the customer, right? Well, we've got this system over there, that right, system over right. there, and okay, we we dump it down to Excel reports and then send it back to headquarters. I mean, what a nightmare, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, th- these are these are not realistic scenarios for modern no, business. I mean, if you you need to have the data, you need to have it mineable. You need to be able to have a solution 
that can leverage the analytics and start getting into that business intelligence because those are the type of people who are yeah. going to win. And I love the whole little management of the solution and the hardware as a side benefit. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. we'll throw that in too. Well, and let's be honest. Most of these, these cloud-based solution providers – most of them will have some kind of offerings built in already to to do analytics yes, of some sort, right. or to have reporting or management of mm-hmm, some sort, mm-hmm. and and they'll they'll be they're usually very upfront about that. It's usually a great a big selling point for almost any of these software providers is hey, mm-hmm. here's a quick easy way that you can generate reports, and they'll have either reports built in, they'll have very easily custom made reports. That's the kind of stuff too that like you know when you're thinking about the the analytics and the data piece. A lot of people go, uh, I mean, I know that I need that, but mm-hmm. I'm not a numbers person. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at crunching this stuff. I don't like spreadsheets. <laughs> when you can tell them like, well, hey, but this solution, you don't have to do that. You don't right. have to be the one. We basically do that for you. Yep. All you do is you just, you know, punch some punch some numbers, hit a tab every now and mm-hmm. then, tell us what you want to track, and mm-hmm. we'll build the reports and deliver that to you or mm-hmm. either automatically or on demand whenever you want it. And again, that's a powerful message to be able to tell someone like, we're not just talking about analytics as in you need to figure out how to become some data miner that, you know, is a brilliant statistician in some way when we know your real job is just to be a retailer. Exactly. You know, a, that's a business right. person. Yeah. No, you don't have to do that. We can do that for you. But again, that's something that becomes much better enabled yeah. through the cloud. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you, a great point. You know, your, your, your question was really what the benefit of management and for all of us in sales, in management, sales management, the most important, really, what we're being asked all the time is a forecast. You know, what are you going to sell next month? What are you going to sell in the next six months? What products, etc. You know, like data mining. No, you put all your data there and it's going to deliver all this information for you. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Well, then let's let's wrap up and talk a little bit about Star's place here in the in the cloud-based services and solutions. And you've hinted at it a few times throughout our conversation of the stuff you guys do. And again, the reason why we're having this particular conversation with you is because Star is very good at this. You have a very embedded ecosystem. You've, you've been very thoughtful and purposeful about building your hardware around cloud-based solutions. And I think especially, too, I love the idea that, like, I think when I initially started think, looking at, you know, the the cloud-based stuff that Star does and knowing that, you know, your business primarily is built around printers, you know, you have a lot of other great POS accessories too, but mm-hmm. printers is the core part of your business. And it's one of those things that I never thought about as being cloud-related or internet-related, <laughs> but then you start putting it together and realizing like, hey, you can you can start with that printer and that can be the focal point for almost your entire system and build right. everything else around. And I yep. love that. Mm-hmm. So, so give us a little more detail about about Star's philosophy and, and ideology behind living in the cloud and selling these kind of solutions and making it kind of cloud as a, a, a primary part of your business and your hardware. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm going to come back. You know, as you heard, I've been with Star for a long time, and we're always trying to looking for forward. So that's why we have to keep up with the always leading, always innovating taglines that we have. You know, we were the first to to actually offer technology for stationary and pass market. We're the first one to offer SDK. We're the first one to offer a made for iOS hardware. We were the first one to to actually offer a solution for cloud-based solution. Even so, I remember at the beginning, everybody was raising their hand. That would never work. It's too slow, don't have enough features, can't connect with legacy hardware. It's all those, um, you know, negative was coming, but Star Macmillan was like, let's go forward. Let's find solution little bit by little bit. 
then is what we did. And we actually signed up, I think most of the online ordering companies today in the US use Star Hardware. Um, and then they came back to us like, okay, your soft, soft hardware is great, but we want to expand. We want to expand with all the hardware. That's why we offer now casual scanners, uh, digital display, uh, and even stands. Uh, then we offer all that accessory, POS accessory, that you can use for legacy or you can use for a brand new cloud-based solution. And all our future vision now is all based on cloud-based because there's no other way um, the market's going to grow. Uh, the on-premise can offer a dead horse in a way. Uh, and one little thing, you know, I say that, but I still see so many legacy applications that don't have a cloud solution available, either because it's a niche uh, or because they need so many features that is not possible to be brought in the cloud. Uh, then there's still a lot of um, on-premise solutions that, you know, is the only one on the market and you need to use those. Uh, but at the same time, that's why our focus is really to make sure that all our hardware work with cloud, but all our hardware still work with any kind of legacy system. Yeah, you got the dual challenge there, right? You, yeah, you still yeah. have to address the existing infrastructure and then those solutions needs because as great as the cloud is, there's still some people that are going to buy right. on-prem. Right. You know, they've got uh, whatever. Or their IT mantra is, no, right. no, we're not going into the cloud. Everything's going to be uh, here, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. type of a thing. Uh, what, what Christoph, where you're going a little bit, and I'm going to kind of go this direction as well, is that STARS ecosystem, and this is really important. It's kind of what you were touching on a little bit. You know, the ecosystem is really important, too. Mm -hmm. And when you get up into the cloud, you have a, a, a it opens you up to a, a much more vast ecosystem. And here's my pro tip to a VAR. If you haven't gotten into such things as IFTTT or, you know, if this, then that mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. automation, you know, like Zapier or something like that, if you don't have that skill set on, on staff, man, I mean, think about it. Now you're, you have this cloud-based environment and you're tagging up uh, and connecting to other things, maybe to run some of your reporting or maybe to pull down business analytics. Right and connect it to another thing. Uh, those are the types of things. These are how solutions integrators are going to start keep winning in the, in the future yep. is buying, being able to tie these ecosystems together. Star does a really, really good job. They were, they were really far out ahead of the game as far as integrating with ISVs and, and developing that ISV community. They understand it. They, they have developed robust SDKs that understand how those uh, software developers need to work, and that creates this kind of uh, this cloud opportunity and so right. I've always been impressed by their approach to cloud yep. in, the, in that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, I like the attitude also that Star has about, you know, this is um, this is the future. This is our, we're taking the attitude that cloud is the future. This is where you should be. Uh, if if you want to work with us, you probably should be thinking about this. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a it's a big important part of our mission. I mean, if you go to Star Micronics website, you're going to see stuff about the cloud from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. They're not hiding it. It's not the kind of thing right. that's like, all right, well we've we've got this as an offering over here in the corner. If, if you're ready for that, all in. It's more of just a no. This this is it. This is what we're <laughs> offering. And if you want to be work with us, you probably yeah. should be in on yeah. this. And we're going to explain why you should be well. on this yeah, too, for sure. And I think that's a great attitude to have sometimes of yeah. the kind of like the the shoving people along, not the well come along and I'll show you this because mm -hmm. I think you might like this, but more mm -hmm. of the, now if you want to work with us, you're going to need to be yeah. over here. We're leading and we're going over here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. good attitude to have. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Well, hey, uh, this was a good conversation. I think um, I hopefully we gave you some good tips and selling points for cloud yes. solutions. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment with a little bit more for VARs, though, or our VAR value, value takeaway, to, maybe mm-hmm. to, to help you figure out where to start with this cloud-based solution selling, um, if, you, if you're not already sure where to go. Uh, but first, as always, I want to thank our Tech Connect members, either our, our founding members, our mm-hmm. yearly sponsors. Yep. Star is one, obviously, so we very much appreciate your support of the show and of the podcast. Uh, as always, if you want to connect with us, if you want to talk to us, tell us what you think about the show. It's easy. First, one thing you can do, one very simple, easy thing. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit mm-hmm. the like for this video. Make sure you subscribe to Blue Star's YouTube channel so yep. you don't miss this or any of our other great video content, leave us a comment if you have an interesting thought about the show, if something mm-hmm. that one of us said resonated with you, or if Dean and I said something that was just abjectly <laughs> stupid and you want to comment on that, <laughs> fine, but at least say something nice, too. Tell right. us tell us how awesome Christoph was. Uh, if you're listening to us on any pod platform of your preference, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you can leave any kind of rating or review, please take a moment and do that. Mm. It's one of those things that I like to every now and then on my favorite podcast. Just from time to time, take a moment. Yeah, drop them a little note. Go, yeah, go yep. to go to their page on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. Write a quick little review of what I think of the show. It's just a nice way to let them know that you like what you're hearing, that you want more of For it. For sure. Plus, it's a great way to help other listeners discover their shows as That's well. Right. So yep. please do that for us if you get a chance. And as always, if you want to reach out to us, if you have topics or ideas for the show, you can submit those to us. And you need something to add to your wardrobe? Exactly. Just for sending us an idea for the podcast, whether go. we use it or not, we will send you a Tech Connect podcast t-shirt. That's right. I promise you will like it. It's a nice t-shirt. <laughs> it's very comfy. It's 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 that soft material. Yeah. Not one of those ones you're going to turn into a rag no, for washing you will your use car. It for you sure. will actually enjoy wearing this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so uh, there's a link in the show notes where you can find that. And of course, as always, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at TechConnectPod. You can also email us anytime, TechConnect at BlueStarInc.com. All right, let's wrap things up here, as always. First, with our value to the VAR. Yep. Um, and we've had a lot of great tips, I think, for how to explain the importance yep. of how to get over uh, those hurdles, cloud selling, yes. and why cloud solutions are so important. But let's get yeah. into maybe maybe a direction we can send VARs in right now. So, oh, like where the prospects yeah, are, exactly. Or like that? All right. So, Christoph, I'll let you start here. You know, so what type of customers do you think that our VARs should be targeting with cloud solutions? Are they old customers? Are they new customers? Are there certain industries or business types that are ideal for these solutions? Where, you know, where would you recommend they're they're looking, and and who should they be talking to right now? I mean, of course, it's a low hanging hanging fruit. You know, go see your customers, and and start the process. Start to speak with them about about uh, the all the advantage of cloud based, and then you know show them. Okay, you spent so much money in the past. Now we're gonna put you on on, on a retainer on a, on a on a leasing. And then it's gonna gonna be smooth, you know. You don't have to spend all that much, all that money just to change your system. Then, of course, I would be. But you know, at the same time, I'm like, there are actually so many benefits for uh, for all all new retailers not to choose from a cloud-based system. I would just say the customers that do not want cloud-based system are the ones stuck in the past, in a way. You know, and when you think about it, these are the ones that are still using cash registers. These are the ones that only use cash. <laughs> These are the ones that are afraid of the internet. Uh, they are the ones that only allow themselves to touch the till. I mean, you know, this means that they can't take vacation. They can't report from a remote location. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the market is wide open. 
uh, there's so many customers. I, I see it everywhere in the restaurant business or in the retail store, everywhere, everybody. I think the market is ready as the technology is ready. Uh, everybody should move to cloud-based solution. Yeah. I and, like you know, it, my answer there is anyone with a connection. Yeah. They're, they're a prospect. And that's yeah. just about <laughs> everybody, even if they're still using the old ECR. Maybe not uh, somebody in a farmer's market in a parking lot somewhere. But then again, but then you again. never know. You never know. <laughs> I see sometimes you go to them and they whip out the little, you know, square, you know, yeah. payment system or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they're cloud enabled or connected in some way. So to me, like the new customers, you know, those are just popping up stores. Yep. And those are probably younger folks that yep. completely understand the cloud. And, and I wouldn't I don't even know why you would have an on-prem conversation with those folks. I mean, yeah, if they're just, if they're even talking on-prem, just like, I'm sorry, you, um, yeah, wait, wait, why wait. didn't a bank authorize your loan now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a boomer as a banker <laughs> yeah. or something like that that's, that's leading you down exactly. this path? Uh, but the, you know, but the older uh, entities or stores or, or whatnot, there, you know, you know, you got to go in there with a little bit more of a battle shield right, and really right. start chatting up the, the benefits of, of cloud and what it can do for you. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and if you start getting some heads nodding yes around analytics and data and, yeah. and some of the bolt-ons that you can do with a cloud solution and how that really would have an, a next a positive impact on their business. Now, you keep digging and keep yep. mining. Yep. But if you're not getting nodding heads, just move on to the next one, right? I yeah. agree. I think Christoph nailed it on the head with the, uh, the idea of talking pain points mm, because... Yeah. Because they don't know. It's, Maybe they don't know. Well, it's a tried and true sales tactic also. Like when you go in just firing with, I'm trying to sell you something. Yeah, right. Most people, they put the shields up, they're resistant. Even if yeah. it's something that benefits them and they need, there's, mm, eh, yeah, I don't right. like being sold to. Yeah. But when you go in and you start developing a rapport and have a conversation, you're asking about their needs. You're mm -hmm. asking about what they like and don't like about what's going on in their business. You're you're finding out what their pain points are. Mm -hmm. And I think especially right now for a, like if you're approaching anyone in retail or hospitality that has come out of this pandemic and who knows what they've dealt with over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're going to be more than willing to unload on you all the things that Dude, frustrate them. What? And I guarantee you, you're, if you're making note of those, you're going to find a laundry list of reasons why they need to adopt a certain type of solution. 100%. And let's 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 get down to rubber on the road here with inflation where it's at right now, really yeah. having an impact on yeah. restaurants and retail establishments in a major way. If anybody, uh, those folks, uh, are, are running across a need for a new system or uh, they're just not getting out of their system what they need. I mean, this is an obvious move over yep. to an OPEX type of model yep. that's really going to help them on those monthly uh, bills that they're paying. So uh, there's some opportunity there. Yeah, definitely. Big squeeze going on there. You know, one of our biggest, uh, our earliest customers for this cloud-based solution were really food truck. You know, when you think about food truck, they only have an hour, an hour and a half at lunchtime to be able to sell their merchandise. You know, that's really tough, specifically when you move location every day, every other day. Then how do you make sure that during this one hour and a half, two hours maximum, you're going to be as many orders as possible? The only way through a cloud-based system that you can receive all your orders maybe a few hours before, maybe a day before, and have everything really ready on time when the customer comes in. Then that was one of our earliest customers. Um, they mostly all use Star Micronics. But that was really like what we all understood very quickly, how cloud-based solution so much easier, so much faster and bring so much more revenue uh, than a standard on-premise. And you can even have on-premise, very hard to have on-premise solution for a food truck. So that was a good uh, success story.
Absolutely. Awesome. I remember yeah. back in the day. Yep. I Star Micronics, enabling the revolution I, of food trucks. There I, you I, go. Again, it's 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 <laughs> one it's a it's a salesperson's dream is to find some niche market yes. that no one else is really thinking right. about or talking to or working with right With now. a great solution. Yeah. Walk it, in the exactly. door. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, hey, let's wrap things up as always with our favorite segment, What's Tech Connecting with yep. you? This is where we get to talk about something from the world of science, tech innovation that has got our attention, something we're playing with, caught our eye, maybe something we're terrified of. You never know. Uh Christoph will let you start what's tech connecting with you right now i mean you know what, what i'm thinking is like samacron has developed so many solutions so many technologies specifically for the cloud-based solution then i mean I'm, i would just say if you are a developer or if you are developing a cloud-based system and want to connect any peripheral uh i mean just just call us and we, we have the solution for you very nice. What's tech go. connecting with him? His hardware. Yeah. And its ability yeah. to connect to yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, like the it. play. Not bad. <laughs> all right. Here's my Where's headline. Well, before I give you the headline, do you believe all the Amazon reviews when you go on to no. Amazon? Do you believe, Christoph, do you, do you shop on Amazon? I mean, come on, right? We all do. Do you believe all those reviews that you see there? Well, I have number one best received printers on Amazon. Then I can only accept and approve it. <laughs> Okay, well so played, he, has, my he has some skin in the game. For he does have some skin. Reviews. All right. But so I, 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 don't, about. I don't necessarily you see them in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazon has sued the administrators of Facebook for more than 10,000 Facebook groups for coordinating fake reviews in exchange for money or free products. Uh, that was the headline. And I'm like, you know, we've all heard the stories, right, out there right, that right. people are, I, I've heard them on more of an individual basis. Like this person is gaming the system, right. and yeah, they're getting free product in or whatnot. Maybe they're getting paid nefariously, whatever, but 10,000 Facebook groups are being, uh, like Amazon suing fa Facebook and saying, you got to shut this stuff down because <laughs> it's not having a positive impact on, on our world. And in fact, Meta polled 43,000 members earlier this year to start reining in some of this stuff. Right, now, right. some of the counters to this is, well, that's a nice one, Amazon, but that's just like the tip of the iceberg, right? You don't really, you're not addressing the full problem of, of these. And, you know, I, it just got me thinking, you know, and I don't, what do I, I read the reviews. Right. What do I put validity behind? And then I was like, well, if they add a picture, that feels like it's a little bit more of an authentic review. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, but you could... But now I'm like, well, no. A faker, you could add like, a picture, too. There's yeah. armies of people out there. You can search the internet for a picture of anything you want, you know? Yeah. So. so it's all voodoo, isn't it? It's yeah. just smoke and mirrors. I, I do, like, I have noticed, <laughs> I, I do pay attention, because I do like to check out the reviews, and yeah. I do pay attention to the ones that obviously will say, like, you know, this review was, I, I you know, I was sent this pr product for free or whatever, because they're supposed to disclose that. Oh, they and are? They're supposed okay. to note in like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I received this item in Got exchange it. for my honest opinion, opinion about it. of it. Right. And the thing with that is, like, all right, that sounds good. But if you're someone who's in that ecosystem, mm -hmm. or you're one of those people that gets sent products to test mm -hmm. and to, you know, write an honest review of them. Mm -hmm. If you're writing a bunch of negative reviews, that probably means people are going to stop sending you stuff for free. So if you want to keep the free stuff coming, you're probably going to be giving right at least, at least even if you're someone who wants to majority be, of the time positive right, reviews. Right, even yeah. if you want to be willfully honest in yeah, some yeah, way yeah, about yeah. it, you're going to probably still couch that a little bit with the idea that well, I need well, to. I don't know. Do any of these folks have audiences and they can leverage their audience? I, like, maybe oh, I've got I don't a know. million followers and they, they believe be. in everything that I do. Yeah, 
Maybe you know. and I should start I a only, little side hustle here, and we should start reviewing products. No Go ahead, Christoph. I only only read the bad reviews. Okay, that's also, another tactic, right? Yeah. You only read only the bad. Only read the bad review, and I try to connect with those. It's like, is it really bother me? That is is something that is going to uh, be be a problem with me or, or not. That's a yep. really, really good point. I, so, I'm similar to that. I will kind of do that, too. I'll skim the bad reviews, and I'll look for the ones like, all right, is this somebody who just had a bad experience or mm-hmm. they're just complaining yeah. about something mm-hmm. and that's a one-off? Or if I'm seeing like, all right, 10 people with, gave, who gave this bad reviews all kind of said the same thing, mm-hmm. that tells me that's a little more credibility. That's a little more like, all right, I feel there's something really going on Absolutely. here. Can I admit a fail on this front? Sure. Because I got a new phone, and so I needed a new case, right? Right, And right. so I explored the manufacturer of the previous phone's case, and I love that case, right? right? It's right. got this little detachable wallet. It's it's awesome. Right. So I'm, I'm, you know, I just go into Amazon, and I want that brand again because right. clearly they're just going to have this new one. All the reviews on there, there were a lot of negative reviews about how the wallet doesn't click on very well. And I was like, oh, dang it. But it's the only one that was even remotely like what I want. So I went ahead and bought it anyway. And dang it, the the bad reviews were right. It sucks. (laughs) It is the worst engineered phone case out there. I'm sorry. So I'm with you, Christoph. No, it just further reinforces to me that it's my own fail. And, you know, I I need to start believing (laughs) this. But anyway. You can't fall too far down the absolute negative review rabbit. No. Because, again, there are some people that just want to burn the world to the exactly, ground no matter yeah. what. <laughs> but if you're if you're constructive about it and intelligent about it, you will f- start to figure out like, all right, where are their actual pain points that I can or cannot address here? So, That's right. So pull but, us out. Well, yeah. I will say one last comment on yeah. this though. Amazon suing Facebook <laughs> for like being manipulative and faking oh, you're stuff finding or some irony. It's like in that there? Spider-Man meme. That Spider-Man meme where it's the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Yes. They look exactly the same. Yes. That's exactly what that sounds like. Got today. it. Yes, so. exactly. All, all right. right. My tech connecting here. Uh speaking of Amazon Prime, actually. Uh-oh. Um so Prime Day was fairly recently. It was like oh, last week yeah. for us, right? Now, I think it broke the system. Probably anyway, it did. Yeah. I noticed like like Amazon was running super slow during those couple days. Yeah. Um, now, I normally I kind of like take that Prime Day with a grain of salt because most of the deals are like stuff that yeah you don't really need. You don't really need. Yeah, exactly. However, I did actually find this this year some opportunities to upgrade my smart home game a little bit. Okay. Now I've got other some of these. Some of them are ones that I'll probably be talking about on future episodes because I haven't had a chance to play with everything. Fair yet. enough. The one that I have so far is I finally broke down and got a video doorbell. Oh, okay. And I know I'm late to the game on this. No, I'm even later. I don't have one All yet, right. but well, go ahead. So I, I, you know, it was one of those things like, do I really need this? Yeah. And mostly it was a thing because I already kind of always had a camera out in the front of my house anyway. Okay. And I was been kind of unhappy with its performance sometimes. Mm. Although I did use the same company, but this is a little bit different, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the doorbell angle. Mm-hmm. So I got an Arlo smart video doorbell. Uh, it's very easy to install and set up. I was mm-hmm. very impressed with that. And so far, I'm digging it. Like, yeah? It's, it's, Do you get alerts on your phone I, and I all alerts. that kind of good stuff? Anytime yeah. something, like, you can set a little zone, zone of activity. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like when I first set it up, it was detecting cars driving on the road. <laughs> so I set it up so now it only captures if if someone you know is walking up my dr- well, yes. pathway yes. to the front door. Yes. Uh, I get immediate alert. It's very quick for me to see like who it is and what they potentially want. If they do ring the doorbell, obviously you can talk to can them. Can you talk to them? I was so about yeah, to say in real time. I love this stuff. Real-time conversation. It basically just rings your phone like a phone call, and I can answer and talk to him if I want. But I think one of my favorite things about it, because as we've established, I'm someone who just doesn't like to talk to people that much, (laughs) says the guy who hosts the podcast, uh, is I love the fact that I don't have, one, that I don't have to actually answer the door if someone rings the doorbell. But two, if I don't answer within 20 seconds, it asks them to leave a message. 
Oh, that's kind of cool. I just thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Like, so you know, sorry, if I don't answer, not, it'll yeah. just say like, you know, sorry, we're you know not we're available not right to now. The door. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, please leave a message if you want something. Gotcha. And to me, that's like that's golden for all the people that want to come and try to sell you some crap or something. And, like, like it. You don't. I don't like to be that jerk who has to open the door and listen to their spiel and go no. All right. You know? I feel like I missed out on my opportunity. I should have bought this during the Prime days. Yeah, but I'll, anyway. I'll keep an eye out if if I all see right. these things on sale, I'll let you know because I got I got a nice good deal on this to do this. It was one of those things like, well, I've kind of wanted to do this and the price was so good that. I just pulled couldn't the pass trigger, up. And I've been very happy See, with it so far. You got so. You hook, line, and sinker. They, they, they got, got you. me. Yeah. How do you feel about China monitoring well, the front of your you yard? Know, like, <laughs> I didn't get the Nest one, like, because I that was part of I was looking at the Google Nest too, their uh-huh. doorbell. They were the ones apparently that were like selling the yes. selling video to law enforcement and a bunch of people, whatever, yes. without their knowledge. Yes. Like, eh, mm. I, maybe mine's doing the same, you know, but they at least haven't been caught doing it yet. Who so. knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does any of you have the cloud-based connected vacuum cleaner? No, not yet. You've got I one actually, of those? Actually, I got one oh, of those, too. I haven't hooked it up yet. Oh, so good. You I like it? I can say that whenever I want to vacuum, it tells me which room. I can actually trace it. I can say, okay, for, you know, when I hear the dog screaming or running after them, I'm like, okay, go back home. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've got the super smart one. Super, And it's funny because I bought both of them. I bought the cloud-based one and the standalone. Yeah. And the standalone broke after like three months. The cloud-based one still working? Working. Yep. I'm with you, Christoph. I got the dumb one, right? Yeah, yeah. You just plop it down and it runs into walls. Dunk, 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 and there's yeah, no exactly. smart technology to it. Broke down We did get a smart months. vacuum also. Now, I take this is a story for another podcast. We got a we got one initially yeah. that did not work with our Wi-Fi for some reason, so we had to send it back. And I've got another one that's in a box at home that I'm going to be breaking open soon and hopefully gotcha. uh, hopefully trying that out too. Now, so. Christoph, is your dog riding on your uh, little vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Do you have any videos of that or anything like that going on? No, no, no. no. It, was, it was barking at it for the first um, two weeks, and then now he's looking at it and following it, and it's like, uh, it's okay. It's, it's, another, it's another pet in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that does it for us today. Yep. Uh, Christoph Naz from Star Micronics, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate having you on the show. Thanks, Christoph. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Dean. It was a pleasure. Uh, so it is time for us to unplug. Uh, until next time, go find some food trucks to sell to. There you go. Um, Put some uh, cloud solutions in there. Try to figure out which one is Amazon and which one is Facebook. And uh, as always, please stay connected. Tech Connect Podcast is brought to you by Star Micronics. As a complete POS solution provider, Star Micronics is proud to now offer a line of reliable and sturdy 1D and 2D barcode scanners. The IP-rated scanner line includes a desktop, handheld, and wireless handheld scanner with a variety of uses in retail, restaurant, warehouse, and more. Find the scanner that's right for you. Look, barcode scanning is not going anywhere. Nope. Uh, can you imagine if everyone just started manually entering products again at checkout? Oh, my Lord. Really? How much of a nightmare would that That'd be? That'd be a huge nightmare. Like, especially like self-checkout. Like, I people people struggle enough with barcodes at self-checkout, but can you imagine if they had to, like, look at UPCs and type them in? And no. Type the prices in no. and stuff like that? You just yeah. gave me an idea for a bar though maybe we should like create you know how they're doing these retro bars like 8-bit and stuff right, like right. that we'll create this old retail environment where people have to go and put sticky anyway go ahead no <laughs> no one would like that, that would so we're not awful. going back there yeah right there there's a there's a retro style that makes sense <laughs> but not not, not on in technology retail. no not so much not in technology got it You're right so stars barcode scanners are durable reliable and offer connectivity options including effortlessly plugging into any of the m collection products to learn more, check out the link in the show notes or contact your Blue Star representative.